You know, life can be deep, but God is greater and higher, and He's faithful. And no matter what you go through, the good, the bad, the ugly, He meets you at every twist and every turn. And in those moments when you've got questions and you have no answers, there's one big answer that will never change, and that is God is faithful. He's always there. And all you got to do is call. No matter what the situation, no matter what the mistake, no matter what the failing, no matter your brokenness, He's there. He promises to be there. He promises to be faithful, to pick up all the pieces, to collect your tears in a bottle and wash you with them and bring restoration into your life. So hold on, my friend. Hope is just a prayer away. So never give up. Never give in. Dare to believe. One more time. Hello, I'm Michelle McKinney Hammond, and welcome to Life Talk. We are discussing how to make love work, how to get it, keep it, and fix whatever's broken. Love does require work, and if we don't work at our relationships, our relationships will not work. We've been talking about the parts of love, uh, what it takes uh, to put love together. It takes you, it takes the other person, it takes God, um, your heart, your soul, your mind, and even strength to make love work. We've moved on now to assembling those parts together in a way that is sustainable, that makes them work at ultimate capacity and longevity. Yesterday, uh, we were talking about just considering the other person, the different traits that they had to have, um, integrity, a vision for their life, etc. Today, we're talking about looking at their current relationships. You see, you need to check out the other person's connections. Let's begin with their family. Where a person comes from has a lot to do with how they'll function in relationships. As they say, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. When David took Bathsheba, the wife of Uriah, and had Uriah killed to cover his misdeed, he spread a spirit of entitlement to his sons that became apparent in shocking ways. Amnon raped his half-sister Tamar, Absalom killed Amnon in revenge and then tried to take the throne from his father and went as far as to sleep with David's wives on the rooftop of the palace in full view of everyone. Oh, the drama families can pass on to one another. We see this throughout the Bible. Abraham lied, his son Isaac lied, Isaac's son Jacob was also deceitful. You see what I mean? I once had a boyfriend who was quick to take offense any time I made a suggestion to him. I couldn't understand why he went ballistic at the slightest comment that was contrary to what he might have been thinking. Then I met his mother, and it all made sense. He had tons of unresolved anger toward her that dated back to when he was five years old. He projected her critical attitude onto me. I was just like his mother, or so he believed. This issue caused problems that I knew would not be resolved until he was healed. Suffice it to say that because he wouldn't acknowledge his lingering anger as a problem, our relationship did not work. I grew weary of backpedaling in every conversation 
and he got tired of being angry. Families can also share good traits. Jesus was quick to say that he reflected the heart of his father, that if you saw him, you literally saw the father because they were one and the same. This concept is usually true of our earthly partners, too. That future husband is going to look just like his father in 20 years. And generally speaking, he'll probably operate the same way and value the same things his father does, and the same with women. Just take a look at their mothers, and you'll see your future. So decide if you like what you see. Check out how the other person relates to their parents, their siblings, and others with whom they have significant relationships. Is there a positive connection? Remember that all negative links will affect your interactions with this person. You may not be marrying the family, but you will be inheriting their issues. Negative energy will be transferred to you, overwhelming all of your positive output until you and the other person blow a fuse and choose to disconnect. In other words, the issues they have with their father or their mother will become issues that they have with you. Listen to how siblings talk about your partner because, honey, they will tell you the truth. The next thing is they need to have good past relationships. Though discussion about former love connections is not advised in initial contact, that would be called TMI, too much information, you need to pay some attention to the other person's history to get an idea of how they function in relationships. A track record of numerous short-term romantic, platonic, and or professional relationships could be evidence of faulty wiring that makes your potential love unable to commit long-term. It's important to ask the hard questions early so you can decide if you want to invest in the person. The fallout of a broken heart can be costly. I once met a man who had a number of children by four different women, which obviously spoke volumes about his character. The ages of these children were not far apart. As a matter of fact, a few of them overlapped. Not only did this tell me things about him he probably would never have admitted to me, but it also gave me pause for a different reason. If I chose to be in a relationship with him, or even more seriously chose to marry him, I would then have to pay for all of his choices before he met me, namely seven children. Each person must make these decisions at their discretion. But seven kids is a mighty high price to pay for companionship if children are not on your priority list. At least it was for me. At the end of the day, you must be able to take off the rose-colored glasses, no matter how great all of the attention feels, and deal with the cold, hard facts. They'll be staring at you once the honeymoon is over. Next, make sure that you check out their friends, as they will be extensions of them in your life. Friends reveal a lot about the person you're considering because they can be considered duplicates. Birds of a feather flock together. If you don't like their friends, understand that they are displaying something, behaviors, habits, attitudes, that that person might be hiding from you. That is, their friends may reveal who they really are when they're not with you. For this reason, patience and discernment are required when you're trying to find a person with whom to make love work. Next, the person should affect you for better, not for worse. A positive bond should empower you and strengthen your connection to the God part as well as to other people such as friends, family, associates, and co-workers. It should also empower you internally to feel good about yourself, increasing love in your life on all levels.
If the person is draining you, causing you to compromise your standards, question your personal value, or to be at odds with others to the point of isolation, break off that connection. It is unhealthy and will result in lasting damage to your ability to love again. Remember, the market is flooded with other people all seeking the same connection. For this reason, never settle for parts that are discounted or on sale, who sell themselves cheap or seem way too available. They may be easy to get only because they're hiding defects you will not want to deal with. These parts may be available because they've got nothing else going on in their lives, which means they have nothing to offer you, experientially or materially. You will get what you pay for, and believe me, there's a price attached to love. Now let me tell you why examination is so important. When the Israelites were traveling to the promised land with Joshua, they ran into some smooth-talking enemies who wanted to enter into a covenant relationship with them. The scariest part of the story is one little sentence. So the men took some of their provisions, but they did not ask counsel from the Lord. They got into big trouble later when they discovered that the foreign men were really adversaries, but by that time they were too deep. One more time. They got into big trouble later when they discovered that the foreign men were really adversaries, but by that time they were in too deep and could not back out of the covenant they had made. You have to ask hard questions not only of a man, but also of his friends, family, and above all, God. If you do not have peace about connecting with someone, save yourself the drama and the trauma that will be yours after you find out they are not the person you thought they were. Sometimes the immediate gratification of what they offer, be it affection, attention, or gifts, will distract you a little from the real point. Is this person right for you? Do your homework up front. Just as one must interview candidates for a job, you should interview dating candidates to find out if the person is qualified for partnership. Not every man is husband material, just as not every woman is wife material. This matter is one of title versus function. You have to be clear about both to discern if the person that sits before you is capable of performing the necessary functions. It is the most difficult job on earth to master, that of being a perfect mate, according to the manufacturer's design. Now is the time to find out what that other person wants their life to look like over time. You might find that your goals are different. How do they spend their money? How do they handle stress? How do they speak to you and others? Are they considerate and sensitive to your needs? What is their attitude toward your views, goals, and gifts? Are they a person of discipline, faithful to keep their word? What is their reputation like at church, at work, among family and friends? What is their relationship with God like? What is their sense of community at work and church as well as at home? And this is the short list. Make a list of things that are important to you and take the time to get answers to the questions that will matter to you after the first sparks have stopped flying. Ultimately, you will be responsible for the condition of your heart, so take care what other parts you align it with. Let me leave you with this insider's love tip. As you open up your partner, choose to be open yourself. As you examine your partner, examine yourself. Never demand or expect more than you are able to give yourself. Love does not always seem fair, but it is always just. Always choosing the greater good over what is convenient. 
Thank you so much for joining me today. I'd love to address whatever is on your mind on a broadcast. So why not email me at lifetalkmmh at gmail.com. Oh, and make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel at Michelle McKinney Hammond. Like my fan page on Facebook at Michelle McKinney Hammond. And follow me on Instagram and Twitter at McKinney Hammond for even more inspiration. For your goodness and your grace and the wonders of your ways and the miracles you constantly amaze me without testifying. Wishing you a great day and now enjoy the sounds and the ministry of relevance. Okay.